months has come and gone since Red I Star wandered over from Oklahoma, my Oklahoma's most Republican Oklahoma hills where I was born. Yet I keep doing crime. Many a page of life has man. turned, many a lesson I doing have sexism. Well, I feel like in those hills I still belong. We be doing crime. There are revisionists and there are reactionaries. We just can't make it a witch and soup thing about them. This is Red Star over Oklahoma. The last thing I remember, I think, was like the officer with the graduation into the dinner. Ah, so you heard Beware the Cyclops, but you have no yeah. idea what that means. Cool. Yeah. I, yeah. So, that's so how much, I mean, I'm I've already spoiled before. the episode for Carl. Do you want me to spoil <laughs> it for you? I mean, yeah, why not? Go ahead. Okay, so surprise, surprise, the Cyclops is the KKK. Oh, oh, oh. And it turns out that they're using mesmerism to try and incite black unrest in what scientists are calling the... Ex- Wilding. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wilding. Um, and so, well, let's now. see... They, um, the clan started the knockout game. Yeah, <laughs> they actually they wrote this really cool di- diary by this guy whose last name was the Rap Battles. Go <laughs> down. You're in the chair he sits in, and so oh no, you're you're like how are we gonna do the show? Holy you, shit! This is this is essentially like Sauron v Aragorn right now. It's just. So so, continue on. Continue. Uh, anyway, um, so no, so they're using mesmerism. Yeah, it, they were using uh, mesmerism, hypnotizing people. Like, yep. what does mesmerism even mean? Uh, they were using film projectors and a series of flashing lights with encoded messages. To uh, I mean, basically, it showed them recording the message at one point, and it was like, "Do not hurt any white children or white men or white women. <laughs> Beat your black fellows." Beat them until your fists hurt, and then turn your fists against yourself. Like it was, you know, pretty, pretty sweet. Uh, Generally good practice, uh, like stuff I'm into. Yeah, Um, just the part I watch. It sounds like, and so uh, that is all like. Uh, like oh, also he's gay and he wears white face, which is fun because he wears like uh, like Angela is a black person wearing black face, which is fun. And uh, uh, Will Reeves in a uh, what scientists are calling a return to nature uh, wore white face. What if Justin Trudeau is actually no. wearing face all the time, and so every <laughs> photo of him wearing brown face is actually real? Breaking news on Red Star over Oklahoma. Just a show fighting crime at night. Like we all, we all condemn him, but he's actually a hero. <laughs> this is his cross. He's not the hero Canada needs. He's the hero Canada deserves. <laughs> I, 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 I like that. Also for Michael Bloomberg, uh, just basically across the board. I was gonna say something anti-Semitic, and then I didn't. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> but but is that is that the whole ruse? They just started uh, yeah. arrest. Like what? Dude, what is I that fucking even saw. Okay, no, I saw Michael Bloomberg 2020 ads today at my grandparents' house, and I almost <laughs> punched them out of anger at society in general that I had to see that. Uh, big surprise. Uh, Will Reeves, uh, also known as Hooded Justice, uh, just went ahead and scooped a mesmerism flashlight. 
that he developed based off the technology he discovered when he was uncovering the like Cyclops KKK conspiracy. Um, and he used that to kill Judd. Uh, basically because he owned a clan robe and uh, I can't fault his argument. Like, it's kind of like owning <laughs> Nazi memorabilia. Like, that, was the, that was the thing about the... Uh, uh, the Justice just, like, going ham on the... Uh, the people the, the, the film factory. Yeah. Is that it was, like, supposed to be this dark moment where he goes too far, but it was, like, no, good. Like, yeah. all of that was great. <laughs> good. Yeah. You should do that. And his <laughs> wife or girlfriend... Why, would, why the fuck wouldn't she be on board with that? Uh, she voted like, for Obama, actually. That's why. Um, <laughs> she was kind of into it, though. She was like, no, no yeah. do vigilante shit. Yeah, she like, just didn't like it when he got a boyfriend. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it, are you gay? I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they, according to a Pete Buttigieg think tank, that... Uh, <laughs> That, that's, that's common. I, I did. Wait, is, is Will Reeves actually Pete Buttigieg? Person of color, homosexual. Yeah, you're right, actually. No, I'm pretty sure Captain Metropolis oh is 100%. <laughs> what, what is the purpose of that at the beginning, though? Like the entire uh, first clip from that I watched from, you know what I mean? Which, which was essentially from this TV show that they keep. Like referencing oh, American Hero Story, American Hero Story. Yeah, like I haven't been able to like put together what that is even representative so, of because I, like you get little bits and pieces here and there. I'm I'm actually really into this. Did you ever see the Watchmen movie that came out, uh, directed by Dan yeah. Snyder in like 2009? Okay, yeah, yeah, Do you sure. remember how it was shot? <laughs> exactly like that TV show. It is. Here is a shitty in because there's so much lore and you have to frame so hard. They want right. to introduce this lore of hooded justice, who hooded justice is, who the Minutemen were. So he, Lindelorf is doing that by lampooning Dan Snyder's 2009 Watchmen. And it's also like a central part of the comic books. There's like yeah. a ton of shit in the comic books where it's like, ooh, right. the they were there, of the, Black the generation that preceded the comic book Watchmen. Yeah. And, and uh, but yeah, like I guess in the beginning of that episode, the big review, or it's like the the ongoing conflict or whatever behind Hooded Justice in the show is that he's gay, <laughs> <laughs> but also like a white dude. Which... Uh, you dirty, dirty homosexual like yourself. <laughs> We're gonna need you to go get our gay FBI head boss. His pictures uh, out the safe of your boyfriend. <laughs> I really like that. Like even in like historical fiction, Hoover is still gay. It's well, just like well established fact. It's like, basically like not even questioned history that he was gay. He was just like, yeah, there was this guy I hung out with, and we both wore women's underwear and we fucked all the time, but I wasn't gay, you know. It was just my, it was just my boyfriend. We dated. Truman comes back from the dead and just does a an address from the Oval Office in women's high heels. <laughs> That's actually how David Boren becomes uh, president of the United States. Oh, I, I, I always wondered if one day he'd just leave his lipstick on when he came out, and I'd be like, "Yeah, all right, man, go for so it." In, in a world where Nixon had four terms, can we assume like Hoover just served in the FBI unto his death? <laughs> I mean, I, that's actually probably yeah, a good point. Yeah, he probably did. I mean, he uh, personally actually dropped the bombs out of the helicopter on the moon building. <laughs> okay, so uh, Carl and Parker, since you guys haven't seen the episode yet, I I I, I know I I'm, I lastly, I'm not sure if you caught this. I only caught it because of the internet. 
Um, so at the end of the episode, she's like, oh my God, and she knows how Judd died and she knows all this shit about the KKK and yada yada. And she wakes up and she's supposed to be dead, right? So Lady True's sitting there wearing some fly Air Jordan ones, okay? Mm. Reading Fountainhead by Ann Rand. Oh, I did gosh. not catch that. <laughs> oh, God. Is she building Galt's Gulch, but it's like a, a weird <laughs> tower in like Osage County? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, please. Hopefully she's on the toilet. It, 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 it's a really like great point to, to make. <laughs> Is just that any like <clears throat> in the scenes for next week? There's a moment where True says, um, "I've got a plan to save the world," and like uh, my SO was like, "Oh, I always hate when I hear that because it's like you know bad program. Like it's like always bad." And I was like, "Uh, well, in Watchmen, <laughs> anyone who says they have the plan to save the world is like like the worst human being that can like be imagined." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like well, I, also, I think the, the Ayn Rand novel really is a Chekhov's gun here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. that's that's my point. Anyone reading Ayn Rand is so undeniably evil as to just like require extermination. <laughs> <laughs> Only book I've ever burned was written by Ayn Rand. <laughs> that was a fun time. That was a good time. I don't, I heard that when Stalin actually uh, was clearing out the Kulaks, they all had copies of the Fountainhead. <laughs> and they renamed so, wait, uh, Bobby Yard to Galt Skulch uh, before they did uh, Holocaust stuff there. Actually, if we does just that mean <laughs> when uh, the clock tower inevitably fails, um, oh, what's what's her name? The, the lady building it is going to die in public housing, <laughs> <laughs> getting social yeah. security checks. Now that <laughs> would be a twist. So, so as well is like Adrian Veidt's role in this, just like a callback to what he previously was, because you're getting a lot of that. But I don't really see the whole purpose. Like, is he put on like a moon of Jupiter? Is where he's being? I, so, I assume like, he was at the uh, castle criminal? of Muscogee. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I never realized they were identical. <laughs> Those two buildings are exactly the same. Um, so, in the scenes for next week, um, there was some cuts showing that basically. Uh, the nostalgia um, requires a machine to cure you of like your addiction to it or it'll just like destroy your brain and that true has that machine and um, that there's like a process to like doing that and it's going to require more flashbacks but like one of the flashbacks uh, suggested through imagery that Vite was in one of these like pods where he's being held in stasis. And so like the whole thing on Europa might be a ruse. Like in a sort right. of prison matrix. On yeah. One like, of the moons of Jupiter. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And like it, there is like a, like there might be like an external construct, but it's like, like him getting outside of it is like ostensibly the same thing. Even if he's on like actual Europa. Yeah. yeah he just my, walks outside of the game. Was, zone. Like as soon as he was on a different planet, as soon as I saw he was on a different planet, he's like trying to call a Dr. Manhattan. Be like, get me the fuck out of here. But what I, like, <laughs> I saw this point made elsewhere, but like the, the problem with, cause like I would agree cause it saved me D and uh, I would agree, except that what does an omniscient be like? Sure, doctor, why, why does he why need a message? Yeah. Like he doesn't need to get a message to him because like he knows. Well, and it like goes from like the save me D to like the the satellite that like is getting a picture and like Doctor Manhattan doesn't. Why? Why? Yeah, there's, there's no need for that. Mm -hmm. 
I think he was actually saying save me a uh, dick and he was referring to Dick Nixon. Tricky dick. Oh, I make a stash of hands dick. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Silk Spectre 2 already has that uh, all lock. Oh god. <laughs> oh, god. In a little silver briefcase. The silver briefcase somehow smaller than the dildo. <laughs> and the balls on the dildo. That was a nice touch, yeah, I felt like. I, I enjoyed that it was the battery pack, and that's like good to me. It's like, ah, uh, yeah, in universe we have lore that supports why the balls have to be on the blue penis. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an option. She bought well, you, the... gotta, you gotta stick with the cannon. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you well, need the batteries because episode... like, his penis is like radioactive, so it needs to shock you a little bit in the coochie. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the neutrality sure is stored in the balls. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's why pee's yellow, because it's got electricity in it. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but did this episode like do anything to further like the actual... 7K uh, guess, looking glass bite? No. Oh, well, no, 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 no not, not just that, but like for what was revealed all of last episode, you know what I mean, through What's Your Fish... Um, it where, furthered one of the like nine plots going on in that show right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically just um, it was all who of who his grandfather yeah. is and like his history. And, uh, it's just very yeah. segmented and doesn't seem to flow very well. If that's the case, I mean, I haven't yeah. seen it. So obviously it was I, it was like exclusively in the uh, memory trips. Mm-hmm. Uh, seems so. <laughs> that's also like very much the comic book though, because the comic book chapters are just like you know, it's like you have the the weird like excerpts from other books, and then you have the kid reading the comic book that's like telling you something, and then like it's unclear what's happening sometimes, and like they don't even explain who these characters are, and then you find out later. Yep. Right, but the significance of like the fucking senator, right, saying that oh, <clears throat> this is systemic and we're keeping the peace for a particular reason. I thought, you know what I mean, could be something that could even be flashed out, like flashed out throughout the flashbacks, right? Yeah. Like well, I, I don't know, like I, it would might that that might I, be explanatory I, towards that instead I, of just being like, oh, we started mesmerizing people like <laughs> in the '60s. We just you know tried to figure out how to erase a person's personality. Yeah, I think that what was revealed in that aspect was that the the KKK are dicks and that you shouldn't be <laughs> sympathetic to the KKK. Because, like, I mean, Lassie, tell me if I'm reading this wrong, because you've actually seen this scene as well. The scene right. where he kills Judd, it is essentially because he's holding onto the robes, right? Like that, I mean, that's... As far as I know, he had no other reason other than he was like, you're the chief of police with clan robes. Yeah. I'm, like, presumably in the, like, time... Because they ended with... Um, uh, Will's his uh, he was in his I don't know like 30s or 40s mm-hmm. and so presumably he had like a whole life in between and I guess a lot of that time was spent just taking out like clan members or particularly clan yeah. members in the police yeah um, shit actually if you go into his house he's got an antifa flag <laughs> and, he, and he really hates free speech he just fucking hates free speech <laughs> like Ben Shapiro cannot talk I mean, at the University is, of Tulsa's campus he was the original superhero and the original antifa <laughs> <laughs> which kind of makes sense because he was the first of the fascists and then he had to become the first anti-fascist the dialectical screenwriter <laughs> It is fun that he is the first fascist too. Like that the comic like very much says that he's like like an awful tanky, which is that was one thing I saw a lot of the like online takes of people being like like really cheering on that hooded justice was one. Like oh yeah, see it's like it was a it was a a powerful black man the whole time. Never thought he was white. Like yeah, 
But no, he was like started the violent fascist superhero movement in yeah. America. And, a good also, he was God. he was gay in the comic books already. Like it's yeah. like oh cool, he, he he already checked your identity boxes. That's like a weird retcon to do. <laughs> yeah, to be like, look, we're woke. The start of fascism was a gay black man. <laughs> the start of superhero fascism, at least. His <laughs> only friend was the other Nazi in the group. <laughs> <laughs> Like the only guy he got along with. I mean, it was pretty funny that uh, what's his face, the Red Scare, was eating the lettuce. Though I think that that was, I <laughs> that thought was that was great. I I find it offensive that both Looking Glass and Red Scare are based on my life, and that it's like um, really Actually, upsetting. I think I should be getting royalties. If you combine the two, it is the show because yeah, you have the, yeah. the, the, the Slav communist in a tracksuit, and then you have Tim Blake Nelson being like a, a an Oki. And it's like, yeah, that's that's us. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, his mask is even kind of like a star. There you go. Boom. Symbolism. Boom. Bitch. Easy. Well, after playing this character, I hope that Tim Blake Nelson plays Dale Gribble in the live-action character. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, they just call him Domar Gribble? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm trying to think of other anything else that might have happened. Oh, no, I just know I was just furious about Fountainhead for, like, just like that. Yeah, no, I didn't catch that. That's. <laughs> it's like so on the nose, but it's like it a, a thing I didn't catch even when I saw it. But like, oh, it's great. It's great. She could have also been read, reading like Machiavelli's Little Prince. Like that also <laughs> would have like been like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's like got uh, uh, Musashi Miyamoto's these, Book of Five Rings. These fucking... Like, ah, yes. Robin Hood account having thirty six thousand dollar a year look making racist weed smoking motherfuckers. Since twelve rules for life. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like so, I cleaned my room and then I became a trillionaire. That's how I made my first trillion. (laughs) It's it's just, it's just a book of Ben Garrison illustrations. Oh, you can't put those in a book. If you put those in a book, it would be too powerful. The horny energy would make all of us fuck 24-7. That's why it has to be syndicated. It's actually protecting us from the darkness. Uh, One thing I liked about the the video that they showed, uh, Looking Glass, where uh, Veet is, Adrian Veit, he's given his speech to Redford. It's like, hey, the Redford thing is like you get the quintessential lib reaction to four terms of Nixon and then they're like <laughs> which is godship eternity kingdoms <laughs> so is that Redford still the president meaning he's also on his fourth term in the series or something like that I mean, I mean that wouldn't be one year 30 something years yeah no it's more than that pretty, it's that would like be like eight terms eight, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah yeah I guess no uh, but I do he's, believe that that is the case <laughs> well you know all <laughs> <laughs> there, well, it's like uh, Nixon abolished term limits, so once Nixon was out, Redford, I think, has just been president since Nixon. And as we all know, Democrats uh, run a plantation was, that makes sure they keep getting black votes. I've been reading that on this really cool website <laughs> called Infowars.com. Oh, I thought you were going to say poll, but it's fine. <laughs> keep, I keep checking out the president's mentions to get my political opinions. Okay, the president's mentions are a hot, hot fire. All right, I don't know if you guys hang out in there, but it is like, like it. I'm not an artist. I wish I was, and if I was, I would want to paint 
those mentions because it is such a perfect quintessential picture of America. It's just like fried chicken ads, MLMs, people <laughs> screaming at each other, like 17 different languages. Oh, it's wonderful. The truth. Yeah. Which is QAnon, obviously. And you got to read between the lines. Every single one of those com- comments, you get the perfect center. And that's that's what we need to take the country. That's a, so. That's why Pete uh, Booty Judge dyed his hair. Is he did a secret Maltese ritual to synthesize all the comments, and he became Dark Booty Judge, which is the true center. The black the fucking, center. <laughs> dance with fucking Hickenlooper. That's that's some dark forces, right? The Hicken Judge. Oh my god! Hicken Judge sounds like some kind of like cool hobo drink. So I like to imagine that Donald Trump is still a figure in the Watchmen universe. Not not, not president, but still like calling out Redford for shit. (laughs) Robert Redford, very bad actor. I hear hear his film festival in Colorado is terrible. All the movies, none of them have big hands in them like mine. Robert Redford, not even born in this country. He's he's from Kenya. (laughs) You need to see the birth certificate, Robert. (laughs) Uh, but also that recorded video implies that uh, Vite is a just a very dedicated lib because he's yeah. like, I planned you to become the president. We share values. And <laughs> as the quintessential lib, he's like, and of course, I had to blow up New York City. To pragmatic <laughs> uh, Pretty sure blowing up New York City is a conservative position. <laughs> w has some strong opinions about that. Uh, I think sure, but yeah. the calculated rationalism is... <laughs> Very neoliberal, like, oh, well, yes, we will lose this many people, but... He was also reading 12 Rule <laughs> for life. <laughs> Love me some Mewtwo. Uh, I think, I think it's, it's, I enjoy that they, I, I think we could go through this whole season and never see Manhattan, and I would be, like, completely happy with that outcome. Um, just because like they did it so well in the original comic, there's almost nothing to come back to because Dr. Manhattan already said he didn't care. And yeah. Like, that's kind of like, they've been teasing, or I guess there's like an implication that Manhattan is going to be in the show at some point, but yeah, that does go against a lot of it goes against the comic, which was pretty like final in its ending. Yeah. Like it's, Right. Even, even, even the idea of like extending out to what happens after the events of Watchmen is kind of a weird thing to do because yeah. the comic was like, this is why you can't have superheroes. Yeah. I mean, it would just feel like ridiculously cheesy if he were to come in after like laying all the groundwork of like the passive aggressive jokes and like, you know, the salty 20 years it's been, you know, like I just him coming in just would feel very off putting. But but like, what if he came in and he was like uh, uh, Frank in Lethal Weapon 4? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, that'd be a pretty cool reversal of, like, expectations, you know what I mean? It was just, like, him shooting, like, radioactive blue blue ropes all over Silk Spectre 2, and then he leaves, but his, like, dick has gotten, like, somehow, like, 0.25 times larger than her dildo, and so she, then it turns into a show where she goes on the quest for the dildo smith. Um, I think that'd be cool. And then, and then, of course, the dildo smith is in Greenwood, and she, well, they, it's a non-binary person. Um, they <laughs> use their red ferations to make the best sex toy shop in the world, and it's called the New Adult Green Greenwood Superstore. 
<laughs> God, I hate you. <laughs> there you go. A, a oh Damien Lindahl-esque God. twist right there. <laughs> I, Why isn't HBO paying me any money? <laughs> only a beautiful mind could come up with a twist a like beautiful that. beautiful something. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. You should put it in Ethereum and Reddit to put in credit, Carl, because I, I think you're <laughs> fucking on the money. <laughs> I would post that and finally get banned from Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> like, you are too stupid for this high IQ website. Uh, Is it a high IQ website? High IQ website? I, I like high I, on, IQ. I only go on the Chapo subreddit, and that's low IQ. That's yeah. very low IQ. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's not Rick and Morty, I mean. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh, I haven't watched any of that new stuff. I know there's new Rick and Morty, but Parker, have you seen it? No, absolutely not. We're talking about Watchmen here. This okay, is, <laughs> that's fair. This isn't a Rick and Morty podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I do have some good condiments. You know what I mean? All right, what, if, about- uh, what, if, what if Dr. Manhattan came back and he came back and he was like, I'm Pickle Rick! <laughs> Uh, that would be a fun crossover episode. <laughs> like, uh, and then he was actually Bob from Bob's Burgers. So it's like I turn myself into a pickle, and it's just a big blue pickle. And <laughs> there you go, Carl. And, and then it turns into a tell no story. Yeah. That's how you tie in <laughs> with a Rick and Morty crossover, point two five inches longer. And then you could sell Doctor Manhattan's mango at uh, McDonald's <laughs> as a dipping sauce. <laughs> My God! Well, I mean, that's some serious <laughs> criticism. I mean, these are these are deep criticisms and, and literary analysis of Watchmen. I mean, that's what we're here for, and so um, that's I'm, why I got. You so know, I, I, I got to ask: Have you have any of y'all seen any other of Damien Lindelof's joints? No. Do- I have watched all of Lost and all of Leftovers. Oh, I watched, watched all of Lost. Lost. Yeah, no, I, I did see all of Lost. Even when it was off the air for a year. Yeah, no, I watched, and a half. I watched that as a kid, like, when it was on TV, like, as yeah, an actual show. <laughs> watched it with my mother. Oh, my I, God. I, I, uh, I have a different Lost experience. Uh, Parker actually turned me on to it, and I binge-watched all of it, and that I means... Did. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was a long time ago. Uh, it was like our junior year of college okay um but uh yeah i watched all of it huh? in any respect with any sort of sincerity because i was mistaken <laughs> but yeah uh I, I i got to binge watch all of it and if you thought you were disappointed watching it week come out week to week <laughs> let me tell you about the confusion when nothing happened they press the button yeah i don't know if, i don't know if- it's worse to have to like wait out that whole lot of nothing or to just like get all in one full blast. But it was disappointing. <laughs> I mean, it's like ripping a bandaid off, right? If you do it really fast instead of like, at least, at least you didn't waste like yeah. years. <laughs> yeah, I did. I didn't. didn't have constantly shattered, like, uh, constant shattering disappointment. Have week after week. So I was, didn't know leftovers is like the, the only good one that he actually did. And that was like I think three seasons on HBO, and it's basically like everyone gets raptured. But is it based on those books? No, no, it's it's not like the left behind. I I do write the yeah the left behind books. It's not like that. It's like did you do anything besides though? uh, That was the other one, and then those are like his big ones, I think. Um, 
I'm sure he said other stuff, but leftovers was good. Cause he didn't like try and throw too much shit in at once. It was just like, Oh, like 3% of the planet went missing one day and people are freaking out starting cults. Way to rip and... off Avengers Endgame. <laughs> snap, uh, Thanos, snap. That one, that one didn't have the same problem as Lost, where he just like made a new mystery every episode. He was like, then got to the end of the show. He's like, well, yeah, you don't get to know what like. Are you saying you don't like the Smoke Bear? Because <laughs> I all love the Smoke Bear. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I'm glad that he created all the things in the beginning, and it's just like well, you don't have to explain that. The island is magical. Wait, is Smokey right. the Bear a character in Lost? <laughs> you should watch it. No, it's yeah. the opposite. It's, he's a giant smoke monster who destroys the forest. <laughs> yeah, Smokey the Bear. Who ends up being a bear? <laughs> Smokey the Bear was like that. A little Lost. known fact. So he, um, Smokey yeah. the Bear has a really bad nicotine habit, and he has called multi- caused multiple wildfires, and he got the job to cover up his crime. I thought it was court-ordered community service, but either way... Um, I, 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 I really was shocked and lost when, uh, the fat guy ended up being the skinny guy the whole time. That was really confusing. <laughs> yeah. The, the, after you get off the island uh, and going back to the island, oh, the, what a twist. the guy they named after the Weezer album. Early. God damn it. Was his name just the Blue Album? That's a really dumb name for a character. <laughs> that was it, yeah. Weezer it was, stole the Blue Album from Lost. <laughs> but no, like with Watchmen, I get like a rushed vibe, like the same vibe as Lost, where he's just setting up a lot of shit, but just way faster. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just I, every episode is completely different a, from different area and like yeah. from different character perspective. But he's just setting up like more and more shit. But also, I think he has to solve it in the same season that he does it yeah i had like a really good feeling about it starting off but then the episode before last the one that like focuses on looking glass apparently like tim blake nelson was like dude like let's do more let's do more let's do more let's put more of me in here and so like they extended his role to get that episode out of it and when it was like oh it took tim blake nelson pushing for that to get like that episode that i thought was actually really good like overall like the story was good it was self-contained it was very tight and then it's like, oh, it took Tim Blake Nelson influencing the writing. Well, I think the difficulty with Watchmen is the way they treat your classic, like, Superman superhero. Vite and Captain Metropolis are, and like, I know you guys know this, and I'm not going to, like, make this my TED Talk about the Venture Brothers, but I absolutely <laughs> adore the Venture Brothers. It is one of the greatest things that has what ever been created, but I'm not going to give I'm that TED also Talk also a big Venture Brothers fan, so. But, I mean, I do enjoy the Venture Brothers, yeah. but I've, I've heard the TED Talk, like, four or five times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you should. This is supposed to be a really short episode. <laughs> but it does I, I like the way that both Venture Brothers and Watchmen treat like realistic superheroes where you have like superheroes dealing with more realistic even like if they're superhero problems but they're more logical than the way that Superman changes clothes in a phone booth but like I love Watchmen's like 
super genius superheroes because Byte, like that's the thing is that dude doesn't do right. anything unless there's a plan to it. Like th- there's no whimsy I mean, with him. He's so obviously like Batman as Batman would be in the real world yeah. where it's like you're a bad, you're one of the most evil people. You're, yeah. Mike, you're Michael Bloomberg. <laughs> he uses yeah. his entire <laughs> servant army to, to catapult them through the sky. Okay, but, like, but ah. like they have, uh, pause, <laughs> they have see. British accents so maybe they kind of deserve it. Okay. I mean, Presumably they're replicants of some sort and not in sold people. Yeah, British people. They don't have souls. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Some Hemingway asshole that's the fucking game warden who's sitting there like, I told you, my man, we're going to shoot that ass if you try to get out of here. It's just Mr. Phillips. I have lots of money on a betting site saying that the game warden is another Mr. Phillips. I have decided. It has been decided. No, it's actually Alfred. Do you guys remember when W called himself the decider for a little while? (laughs) Because we almost had superheroes and he would have been the first one. He's like, I saved a rat from the evil villain, Saddam. That's how how Adrian Veen would be in the real world. I saved everyone. Why are you booing me? I saved you. (laughs) He's actually a landlord in Chicago. Oh my gosh. Uh, but that, that always that narrative that they have of that like ultimate planner in the way that Batman is, but Batman just has like cool gadgets. Like even in like good Batman comics, like I enjoy the killing joke. It's a good comic. I've read it a couple times, but like he doesn't do anything like intelligent. Like he just has cool nifty gadgets that like he presumably had the interns at his billion dollar company make. Well, but like, he's also supposed like one of his names is the world's greatest detective, and it's like number one step off the only good British person's name, Sherlock Holmes. Um, but it is like a thing I'm a that he's supposed to be like, fan smart myself. or something, you know? And it's like okay, eh. but he doesn't rich. do anything Rip smart. Sherlock. He's just rich. Adrian yeah. Veidt actually does intelligent things. Yeah, if he were a smart superhero, he would like use his billions of dollars behind the scenes rather than strap himself with like everything but a. Uh, Super awesome gun. Yeah. Well, okay. So yeah. he just he just he somehow the... missed out on the gun fad in America. <laughs> like I don't the one man in the world. Well, it's 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 all because uh, the Joker put his hands in his mouth when he was a child. Now we're going to talk about the Joker movie and only the Joker movie. <laughs> I was really afraid when I went and saw that in the theater. I had my gun on me, and as the, you know, this is Tulsa, Oklahoma, so everyone else had their guns, <laughs> but I was still really worried. I mean, the preliminary gunfight only lasted like 15 to 16 minutes, and there were only three <laughs> dead people, so I mean... You, you could watch the movie after that, though? I don't think oh, it's yeah. intrusive. Oh, dude, I, those I went, little... Those, those, the, the 16-year-olds in the... the Joker. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, I went to the Joker alone in makeup uh, and laughed like Trav- like uh, Robert De Niro and Kate Fear at all of the murders, just like <laughs> hysterically laughing to myself. Did you pass out a card to all the people around you who were like, I have a problem where I laugh at inappropriate times? <laughs> More appropriately, no, no. did you hand out a headshot then said, call me on the back? <laughs> no, I just sat alone silently except for laughing hysterically at the death did, did you tell someone people, you're one of the good ones, you should leave before the credits? Yeah, people people seem very cool with the fact that I was there. <laughs> you had a you had a big tub of popcorn that's the only you weren't eating, but the only purpose was to actually shake onto people when you bust out <laughs> laughing at an appropriate time. Yeah. 
See, I like to wear the clown outfit, but not the makeup. So I'll just throw on the big shoes, the wig, the baggy outfit, and just do my grocery shopping. It's a, it's definitely a fun way to live your life. Didn't know you were the uh, new Paul Tay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go to the polls and vote for Trump. I'm pretty sure he's in jail for the rest of his life now. Yeah, after threatening a, a a pregnant city councilwoman's baby. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait, hold up, pause. One. Just critical omission in the Watchmen universe. There is not some sort of like crocodile wielding superhero based on Joe Exotic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah there is uh, uh, Will Reeves. Yeah, <laughs> man, literally too angry to die. Uh, I, I, I really like. I wish I could get my hands on old Joe Exotic's. Uh, jail calls because you know he's making lots of phone calls in jail and I just want to hear what he's talking about I know that he is just he's calling like 20 dudes and he's like you'll be my next husband when this one dies in a car accident (laughs) I I like it even more that he's just like playing middleman for a bunch of exotic animal trades and he's just like yeah 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 you have the 20 pumas in the quick trip parking lot my guy is going to be there in like 20 25 minutes okay no no he's in the quick trip he's got the pumas just rob him He's like pyramid scheming, the tiger trading. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's He's got a the death. FLM and Watchmen is the tiger. <laughs> the tiger trade, yeah. Oh my god. It all passes they all pass through Oklahoma City. <laughs> <laughs> what else happened in Watchmen that's interesting? Looking Glass was fun. I think he's dead. Um, I know that he's everyone's definitely like, dead. Yes, he's definitely I, dead. I, I loved it. Well, I mean, a lot of it's been like, ah, yeah. Well, it looks like that, but I mean, obviously, it's a one head fake. But I actually think it's a double. Like, oh, he's supposed to survive because he's a badass, but nope, he dies. Because like, I think I was I was thinking about this the other day, and like his character arc is like very nearly like it, it, it could be considered it's, complete. It, it could have run its course. Yeah. See, what I think was going to happen is that he's going to go to the bunker and they're going to like have him surrounded in there and like just have him hostage somehow or something. Nah, I mean, and then he's just going to survive for seven months because he's fucking ready <laughs> for that shit. Are you kidding me? I think, I think actually because like he, he gets showed the Redford movie, right? And he's like, so are you get the senator's like, are you going to accept it or are you not? And if you don't, we're just going to fucking kill you. And then when he gets the shipment of like the, the fake interdimensional machine and he's like, fuck this, fuck this, we're going to throw it in the fucking trash. But then he comes back and gets it. It's like, oh, he didn't really accept it. You know, the dude's still blue pilled. He doesn't yeah. know about the secret uh, way that women are keeping us from having sex. <laughs> yeah. See, and like and that's kind of where where I was too, because like we actually do have the fallout from him like learning this, and that it's it's is that he's willing to like believe in the lie, and like the other side is that like the only other thing is like the Angela fallout, but like that we've the fallout was that she took all those fucking pills, like right. like his betrayal of her, like we saw why he did that. And so, like, it is a terror of having a not $20,000 studio is that I can't ground every microphone and occasionally things like magnets or other shit will get (laughs) near uh, the microphones and it'll just send static through the line. And it's just got, like, literally there's just, like, static electricity built up in the line and you just have to get it out. But do you, like, know how they work? Magnets? No. That's why I listen to ICP, because I'm a fucking juggalo, bro. Where's my Fago at? Moon Mist? <laughs> Wait, what if like a bunch of juggalos went to see the Joker together in like juggalo <laughs> outfits? <laughs> 
But it's like, no, dude, it's actually about love. We want to show that clowns aren't like that. We're good people. We just like to have like stripper contests, drink Fago. Very smoke, accepting. Smoke pall balls by if the cart. The, the Watchmen universe, the cops accidentally beat the shit out of a bunch of jugglers because they thought they were Kath Corby. <laughs> I mean, it no, they're just go, like whiteface is super racist. Fuck yeah. you. They went, they went to the Reagan Land trailer park and it was filled with jugglers. They're like, there's dozens of them. <laughs> Bring them all in. It, it would go with the show's canon that the police are incapable of like solving or apprehending the actual criminals, and so that like, <laughs> that's, like not, that's not show canon. That's just true. <laughs> that's just cops. Yeah, I know. Our show canon. <laughs> Watchmen is actually a really elaborate well, spinoff of the Red Star it, media empire. I hey, that is why we can say whatever we want now. Canon, though, like that is one thing I'm concerned that. Like, I mean, they're already heading that way, but the big reveal is going to be like, well, the good cops stop the racists. Either that, or that, like, I don't, I don't know how they're going to get out of either superheroes or cops are good. Which is completely against the point of the original Watchmen. I think I think they can actually do it, but because like the the cops are superheroes, so they'll just be like, oh, actually, they're all bad, because that's also part of the point of Watchmen, yeah. is that, like, right. Dr. Absolutely. Manhattan is a good guy, but then he doesn't care about people. Like, like he, I mean, he makes the plan work, and Rorschach, it's good he does that. Rorschach, Rorschach has the full commitment to truth, but... But is a fascist pig dog. Yeah. Adrian Veidt saves the planet from nuclear annihilation, right. but does so by committing <laughs> genocide of New York. Right. With a I, I telekinetic a squid. The, the, the way I see the show going so far is that they will completely miss that point. I, mean, I don't know. I don't. I, mean, I don't fair. think so. Because, like, especially because, like, if you go through Lori Blake's, like, okay, still Spectre's uh, joke, right? That she told over the course of the entire episode and episode uh, episode four. I mean, I think that they're actively acknowledging through that joke that they very much so understand and are kind of parodying, like, parodying whatever it is that you're talking about. I also think that, like, the same type of implication comes through from, like, uh, what's his face, like Joe, the Republican senator boy who's mm-hmm. trying to become president, who. Like Kevin how St- how, how Mark Wayne Mullen. <laughs> like my, uh, how it, it is Mark Wayne Mullen it, in my episodes. By the way, that is just who how, I see. How ingrained is it in <laughs> within society that like you know that they if it is a necessity that you have you know uh, rational people on both sides to maintain this particular conflict, <laughs> right? That then adversarial system. To, well, but then the, strategy the, 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 of then, tension, motherfucker. Gladio, goddamn it! No, this is it's not a CIA and the Italian intelligence. They're working together. God damn it! God, Welcome God, to Carl's TED Talk. But then, but then, Beto has the ability to like use like that particular strong like arm portion of that side of the conflict to do things like kill. Look at, I mean, like glass. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I don't really know how they're going to reconcile a lot of like those types of portrayals. And I think that that is like maybe the positive end of how they could maybe tie this up. Yeah. I mean, the, the only, I guess the only way I can see it going is that everyone's bad and like, or maybe, otherwise they're going to be like, well, the cavalry was the good guys all along and they were stopping <laughs> the bad police from being bad. <laughs> that would be a pretty fucking amazing <laughs> twist ending. They're they're like, actually, the truth. 
Do you remember well, that? Do you remember that first scene of the Tulsa Race Massacre? Those guys in the robes, they were the good guys. Yeah. <laughs> or it could end up being something ridiculously stupid, like, oh, you know, uh, like we had to infiltrate the Seventh Cavalry in order to control them. Thus, instead of, you know, just outing them to all the cops and going around and, you know, shooting them to fucking That's death. Literally That's literally what CIA. That's literally what, like, some <laughs> type of manipulative, yeah. you know, I mean, we can manipulate these like, people. The, the cops, instead the, of actually the CIA, the, they them, all like, literally do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you mean Charlie like, Wilson's like, war and, and like in, the invasion of Georgia by Russia? <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's just easy for them to go and you know murder all of the cavalry if they're so deep inside of the cavalry enough to be able to control them in these particular roles. And they already my... popped all the. All, they already like killed all the cops in the same move that you're talking about, except it was the Seventh Cavalry. Here's here's what's actually going to happen. So Will Reeves, right? gets the literature from the Germans where it's like colored people why Germans are telling you how to not be racist good good bit very good bit from the Kaiser Um, but no he's actually so the Germans are doing that because Lenin dropped some literature out of his train and so Will Reeves joins the African Blood Brotherhood and then Angela Abar renounces the cops to become a Marxist revolutionary and kills the evil Vietnamese uh, uh, capitalist who's been reading The Fountainhead and it turns into a revolutionary bloodbath where you kill the cops and the cavalry because it comes out that the senator's running it and they're on the same team and all cops are white supremacists but yeah. Angela Abar represents Maoist, third worldist Vietnam, the global south, the revolutions there. Will Reeves represents Marxist Leninists. The Muslim and so Brotherhood. The show will end with the synthesis of Marxist Leninist <laughs> and Maoist <laughs> philosophy, and that will bring about the revolution finally. And I'm, it will be taken up by Panda. <laughs> like, let's have no, like. <laughs> Dude, yeah, Panda's the only good cop. Panda. Panda is a sweet cop. His his car is black and white. <laughs> I I I agree with everything that everyone has just said <laughs> and want to just add one tiny revisionism and that is that I need uh, both Will Reeves and Angela Abar to join the Muslim Brotherhood, drop their <laughs> last names, replace them with X or Muhammad, and then we have the same thing play out that you just described, except that... Uh, it, they go join the Syrian Arab army, yeah, and they yeah. fight out, and they kick out the imperialists under the guidance of the Lion of Damascus. <laughs> and at the end of the end of this entire show is just Saudi Arabia's invasion and defeat. <laughs> <laughs> so Damien Lindelof, get at us! Get at us! <laughs> well, I think that's probably enough on this. So, uh, good job, everybody. Indeed. <laughs>